Is it time to start? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's nice and terrifying. Hello, welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and his buddies that just makes you say, fuck me dead. I'm me, and she is her. That is an accurate statement, yes. What's going on? No, who are you? Oh, I'm me, Jay. <laughs> You're me, Jay. Yep. <laughs> and I'm Amanda. You can't really do much with my name. It is what it is. Mm. You could be like, Amda. <laughs> no, that's okay. Amda. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm okay. No? That's fine. Okay. I'll, I'll just keep my real one. It's fine. <laughs> Poppy is just like staring into my soul. I shouldn't have let her in here. Mm-hmm. Pixie is doing nothing. She's sleeping on a beanbag behind me. That's what she do. That's what she do. That is her life. <laughs> I think this might be the latest we've ever recorded. Nah. No? Nah, I reckon we've started at like 10 once. Okay, so it's close to. We're pretty close, yeah. I mean, it was 10 o'clock and nine minutes, but... <laughs> I uh, went out on Friday night and I still haven't recovered. Oh, no. This is this is what being in your 30s is like. I think it's nice being, the, I think, returning to hospital work on, like, doing night shift has made it easier for me. I'm still so tired. <laughs> I think, yeah, it didn't help that, like, we had to get up early both Yeah, I think that was the thing that fucked me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, like, I was at work last night crashing. I'm like, oh, this is because I went didn't get home to, like, four o'clock and then had to be at a brunch at 11. Which I had forgotten about, so... And I uh. didn't even get a Bloody Mary. What's the point of going to brunch if you're not going to get a Bloody Mary? It wasn't on the menu, but... Weirdly, saying that you didn't even get a Bloody Mary, like, ties in perfectly to my first story. I can't say it one more time because this camera might count as a mirror, so if I say it again... (laughs) Okay, fair, fair. She'll come get me. She's going to lick her finger and stick it in my ear and then leave. Okay, I'm not sure that's how that story goes. That's what it is. And then you're like, oh, bloody name. Because, like, what a bastard (laughs) for doing that. So how are you? Good. I want to mention one thing. This will be otherwise left at the end of the episode from now on, and I will mention it there as well again. But um, something new this week. A few changes. Oh. Well, two things, actually. Uh, One, our website has been updated. Yes, I... On a whim, for some reason, when I should have been doing other podcast stuff, decided to just completely redesign our website. It looks much, much nicer now than the... It does. But, and it feels weird to say this, um, we have a coffee now. Yeah, I feel really weird about this. Um, If I'm honest, I feel weird asking people for money. (laughs) Um, Like, it feels weird for me, but... Yeah, like, I'm like, it's there if you want to use it, but we're also not expecting anyone... Two. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, the only reason that we've really decided to start um, having a coffee account now, um, also for anyone who doesn't know what coffee is, it's basically just like a donation platform. Yeah, the idea was behind it was that you could tip someone to let them pay for a coffee. Buy a coffee, yeah. Um, but yeah, the only real reason why we decided to open one was because Obviously, it costs money to host a podcast, and we've obviously been paying for that out of our own pocket for the past 12 to 13 months. And I just sort of, you know, it's, again, yeah, not expected, but it's an option if you did want to help us to support us to pay for the costs that it takes to run the podcast, basically. So, yeah, definitely not expected, but it is there if you want. I did turn on the option to have a monthly reoccurring payment, and if that's something that people are interested in doing, then I would definitely 
be that's what i'm trying to look for great i mean yeah I'd, I'd definitely be grateful but no like if people are interested in doing the monthly option then i will we will definitely be sitting down and brainstorming extra content for you because i feel like if you're going to set up a monthly payment then you deserve something for your money yeah, like i'm like, not going to just like let you pay it for no reason if that makes sense send so, you a selfie of me giving you a thumbs up or something along those lines no, no? We will, we'll come up with something better than that <laughs> But yeah, so we'll definitely come up with something um, as perks for that. But I guess I'm just waiting to see if anyone's actually interested in doing that before we commit to, to doing it. So yeah, the option is there if you want to throw us a few bucks just to help us cover the costs of the podcast. That'd be awesome. Mm. But also just grateful if all you want to do is listen. I have no other expectations apart from that. So our username on coffee is F Me Dead Podcast, as it is with everything else now. And coffee spot K-O hyphen F-I. Yeah, the, the link will be in the episode description. Um, it's on the website. I'll probably put it on Twitter at some point as well. You can find the link. It's pretty easy. But enough about that. Yes, enough about that. Don't want to do the sales pitch <laughs> for too long. What are your stories like this week? I got a long one at the start that I think people are probably going to know already. And then I got two quick weird ones. Okay. It's quite... Especially the last one. It's just kind of like, what? <laughs> so... Okay. Yeah. Well, Issa, you said you got lost on two really long tangents. Well, yeah, I, I picked two stories that I thought were going to be pretty quick and easy, but they actually turned out to be like two pages worth of notes. So don't know how that happened, but here we are. And it was not just me not being able to condense things. They were just long stories. Long, you know, inverted commas, not really, but... So who, who wants to go first? Um, I think I will. Don't, no, wait. Okay. No, I want to go last. You want to go last? Yeah, I okay. got that mixed up. Okay, so I'll go first then. Yeah. I can't even remember who went first last week, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Mm. Um, so this story has actually been ongoing for a few months now, and I wasn't actually going to cover it because it just sort of seemed like a bit of online drama that I'm like, Ugh, who cares? <laughs> but it's kind of come to a head recently. And considering you now work in the hospitality industry, I'm actually kind of really interested in what your take is on it. Okay. So we, I'm going to talk about, I'm actually going to talk about the venue and I'm going to name it, which I don't really like, but there was sort of no way around not naming it. Plus you might've heard the story anyway. And it's actually a place that we did recommend in one of our super early episodes, which is really disappointing. Into the actual story, Jake Smythe or Smith spelt with a Y, whichever one it is. And Kenny Graham are the founders of the Mary's group. Oh, Mary's Burgers. Mary's Burgers. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Great burgers, if Which you is want a Sonic joint. that looks like it's been stepped on. Yeah, it's the weirdest place. Like, I'm not going to lie. Their burgers are good, but they are not anything special, a hideous looking if burgers. that makes sense. Also, their, main, their, their first venue was in Newtown, right? Yes, which right. my next point was, it originated in Newtown in Sydney. Yes, uh, and their first building kind of looks like you're lining up at a brothel. It's actually a church, and I'm pretty sure we had this exact conversation when we recommended it before no i like no like <laughs> it's a converted church <laughs> it's not you go and stand outside under a, a red light and wait it's like you walk in when you walk in is it not does it not look like a converted church it no. is a converted church <laughs> no okay the it is, cafe in Parramatta <laughs> looks like a converted church because when you walk in it's still just a fucking church <laughs> well i mean they've really converted uh mary's but it it used to be a church and now it looks <laughs> so like a crack say it's a brothel <laughs> good burgers though so Jake and Kenny, they have their own podcast called The Fat, Ooh. which as far as I can tell, they just invite people on and they just all give their opinions on whatever the fuck they feel like. I haven't listened to it, but we are going to talk about something they said in an episode they released in November last year. Okay. Now, the remarks they made 
were controversial, shall we say? So I'm just going to give you some quotes to give you some context on what the episode was about. The first one, it's almost impossible to run a business now without offending somebody. It's almost impossible to run a life without fucking offending someone. Mm-hmm. Work-life balance is one of the most dangerous terms young people have ever been introduced to. The luxury that I got given as a kid was that you can choose what you want to be. That was the thing my parents and grandparents fought to give me. I thought the whole idea was trying to find a fucking job that you loved, and that was your work-life balance. Okay. They also said at one point that young hospitality workers are just whiny fucking cunts. (laughs) They also criticized younger workers for waking up at midday, going to work at four, and spending their nights off getting hammered. Which... Gotta be honest, young or not, that is literally every hospitality worker I have ever met. Yeah, that's like, that is a big part of it. (laughs) That is like hospitality culture, no? Yeah. Yeah, like, like, that did not seem weird to me. It it is relevant. Like, a lot of hospitality workers, their nine to five, if you will, is like eight till midnight. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, of course you have a midday because you finish work late. Yeah. Makes sense. And, and people are like, oh, you just go home and go to sleep. And it's not that. Like, after work, you still need time to wind down. Like, even the other night, I said to you, I'm just going to come home yeah. and go straight to sleep. I couldn't. I got home and I'm like, no, I need time. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, I think that if you work at nights, then how you spend your days really has nothing to do with fucking anyone. Mm. I just feel like, like that was a really weird criticism since, yeah, or honestly, every single hospitality worker I have ever met in my life had that kind of schedule. So it seemed weird that, that was such a criticism. They also heavily criticized younger workers for spending too much time on their phone. And I mean, this is probably the only point that I actually do agree with them on. They said that, that they spend so much time on social media that there's not really any actual time to unwind, which I do get. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, that probably is, sounds like a boomer or whatever. Like, I, I honestly do feel that because I never take a break from social media. How? I mean, because I've, I've, got, I've got two younger co-workers that I work with. Um, I mean, they both mm. outrank me. Like, I, I listen <laughs> to them. I'm like, you know, one's 21, yeah. the other's 23 kind of thing. But I'm like, well, you know, you were here before me. It's only fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say they spend too much time on their phone. I spend the least at my job. I'm not sure that but- I'm not sure that they're criticizing them for spending time on their phone at work. Mm. I think that this is a general um, sort of criticism about how they live their lives, oh, not necessarily to do with work. Which honestly, none of your fucking business, <laughs> to, yeah. to be honest. But I mean, like, yeah, I, I I can see what they're trying to say. I just don't think they've said it very well. Mm. Especially like sometimes, like I, I find the urge a lot where it's like I finish work and it's like, ah. Uh, after some nights and some people, you're just like, oh, I want a beer. Or I want to go be loud, but I don't want to come home and disturb you. So, you know, I can go to, like, the place next door that's open and get locked in with them to 4 a.m. And they're like, oh, fuck, this is too late. But. but I mean, this is the thing. I kind of feel like hospitality is very different to other industries where most venues support each other, especially if they're in a close proximity. Mm. Like, there's competition, but there's not at the same time. Does that make sense? In hospo, yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like going and supporting other venues with your cash mm. is not weird yeah. or, no, like, not like, bad. Yeah, like, uh, where I, like, again, going back to my job, we've got where we are and we're kind of hidden away. You've seen where I work. And so, like, mm. there's a few businesses around us that do send people our way sometimes if they don't have space or if they're like, oh, where else can we go kind of thing? And we do the same. And then, like, they'll, they'll, yeah. all their stuff will come around to ours. We can go to theirs afterwards. Like, yeah, it's usually how it goes. Yeah, I really do feel like that's, like, the culture of hospitality work. Mm. And I feel like, yeah, everyone I've ever met that worked in the industry was a lot like that. Yeah. And I think that's why I like it. Like, it's... Yeah. It, it is weird. And part of me is like, I don't know how long I can do this for or if it's, like, the most long-term career choice. It's still early days and, like, COVID makes things weird. Um, But I do actually enjoy it. Well, that's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's it's never, oh, i got to go to work. It's... I, I enjoy it. 
It can be a bit grueling sometimes. I think it's a lot harder than a lot of people think, but it's not mm. like the most difficult fucking job in the world, you know? <laughs> oh, honestly, I think you're probably working harder than most people in an office, but whatever. <laughs> so, obviously, you know, while they're saying that they can't say anything without offending anyone, they offended a bunch of people. Oh, of course they did. <laughs> um, so, I get why people were really upset about these comments, because honestly, it kind of just makes them sound like they're like two boomers sitting around, like saying, oh, you should definitely spend all of your time working. Like, that just sounds so out of touch. Mm. To be honest. I think that's a lot of case, though, for many entrepreneurs, because I think that's sort of like the weird headspace you've got to be in to do that for a lot of people. I was weirdly just going to say, I feel like, you know, they're older millennials. They're probably about my age. Mm. And the fact that you're taking on, I guess, like your parents mentality is weird, especially like when you think about, like, say your grandparents, right? Mm. They didn't work all the time. No. They had a start and a finish time and that was it. They went home and that was the end of work. And no one worked on Sundays. Yeah, exactly. So, like, to say that, like, younger workers now are complaining about working too much when literally, like, that's an old school attitude that you're trying to... Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's so backwards. Yeah, it's, it's really holding on to, like, they've took... Like, you've got to work hard to get it there, but, like, that work hard that the grandparents did was, like, I am literally going to spend 30 years at a yeah. supermarket as a till operator... And that'll buy my yep. house and my holidays yes. and everything, you know, like, yeah. And it's not like that now. So then to say that, like, younger people are entitled is fucking stupid to me. I don't know. I just, I feel like if you want to, like, take on an old school attitude, that's not the one. Because what are we calling them? Gen Zs now? I think even they're getting replaced now, aren't they? Isn't there a new one coming along? Okay. Well, the ones that are working that are younger than us. <laughs> yeah. Gen Zs below us. They work more than we probably do. Mm. So, uh, yeah, to say that they're, like, lazy and entitled seems ridiculous to me. And then most of those people have a side hustle as well. So, I really feel like, like, the whole hustle culture means that no one ever has spare time I hate hustle culture. But it really is a thing. But I think, like, yeah, it is. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm very fond of doing nothing. I love- (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, I know you're not. Like, you're like, what are your plans today? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, okay, well, I want to do- I'm like, Okay. But yeah, I kind of feel like the whole thing about them saying this, and I know I kind of got off track a little there, but the whole point of them saying this is that they're saying like, you should be working all the time. Fuck off. And not being on your phone. Right. But then like, okay, what about all the mental health issues that come with burnout and, you know, overworking yourself and all of those things? You're just going to ignore that and say that oh, all these young hospital workers should just be working themselves into the ground because I say so because I'm older. Mm. It's fucking stupid. Anyway. <laughs> I also don't like, everyone's like, oh, you just have to hustle. I'm like, well, if everyone hustles, no one's going to make any fucking money because everyone's going to be selling shit. <laughs> well, I think what's happening now and i don't think it's a bad thing to be honest is that no one wants to be under someone (laughs) there are a lot more options to work for yourself now and everyone is striving to get that instead of some corporate job yeah don't think it's a bad thing i I definitely i I actually think it's a good thing i don't really want to work for a big corporation again i've done that it's shit but i feel like that's sort of like when i finished high school that was what you were aiming for was a big corporate job that would like pay you lots of dollars and like that was the thing that you wanted but now i don't think it's like that i think like yeah you know youtube and instagram as much as people want to sort of say about how bad they are for society and stuff they're creating so many more options for younger people Mm. to work for themselves and i don't think that's a bad thing and i mean maybe that's where he's getting this whole uh, lazy and entitled attitude is because their main focus isn't their job i mean maybe their working conditions just aren't very good maybe you should look at what you're doing we're gonna get that okay we're gonna get to that how do they treat their (laughs) workers because I think that's another reason why I do enjoy my job so much is because my boss pays mm. me really well. There's some really nice perks of my job. Granted, okay, I don't have sick leave and I don't have holiday pay, but, you know, whatever. 
compromises. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. We kind of got off track there about how working culture is changing. But I think it is kind of relevant because I just do feel like the attitude is just kind of out of date at this point. So when they got all this backlash from saying all these horrible comments about how their young workers are just lazy and entitled, I feel like they kind of backpedaled a little. And then they released a statement saying that, you know, they weren't saying that the vast majority of young workers were lazy, that some were entitled little fucks. Their words, not mine. Ah. <sighs> So, mm-hmm. anyway, so yeah, they were kind of backed a little bit and went, oh, we're talking about everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but recently they came back into the news because employees of the Mary's group have come out and said that there's a toxic work culture. <laughs> and I'm not surprised because of their original comments. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all. So, they've cited examples of an unhealthy working culture, 18-hour shifts, and manipulation tactics by Ooh. managers and owners. Oh, oh, Okay. Oh, you're so entitled and lazy because you won't work an 18-hour shift? Yeah, I'm like, this is where they're getting that attitude from because people won't overwork themselves for these guys. That's illegal. Well, yeah, I mean, and I feel like there is a lot more laws that are designed to protect hospitality workers from people like this. Mm-mm, but also hospital Whether they get followed or not is another question. Yeah, yeah like you, there's lots of dodgy hospital gigs. Like the last one I worked before oh, yeah. was 20 years ago, you know, where I got paid uh, 20 hours a week in check, which I had to go fucking bank. Oh and God. then the rest of it was cash in hand. Of course. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, you know, I used to do like a Friday close and I'd walk out of there at like midnight and then I'd be back mm. there at 7 a.m. to open on the Saturday morning. Fairly certain that's illegal. <laughs> no weekend loading, by the way. No nighttime loading. I was flat. I did that for 16 bucks an hour. What the fuck? I was an idiot. <laughs> Well, that actually like goes perfectly into my next point mm. is that a former manager of the restaurant in Newtown has said that it wasn't uncommon for him to work from 9am to 2am the next morning. No, oh, that's fucking cooked. You're going to kill someone. Yeah. Um, You're literally yeah, like, absolutely. So I've got some quotes from him. He, I'm going to mention that all of the people in this article chose to not be named because they still work in the industry. Mm. And because Mary's group is um, an expanding business, they've probably got a big sway in Sydney, I would say. So probably don't want to get like named and shamed by them yeah. and then not get hired somewhere else. So I get it. A few quotes from him. He said, I think what happens to a lot of staff is some weird form of abuse. They don't have an understanding of what poor mental health feels like. It's bizarre and it's scary. Um, he said that when he left, he had to get treatment for mental health issues after working there. And when he went and got a health, a health checkup, he had bad liver function because it was expected of him to stay after shifts to have drinks with the bosses. <sighs> so if that's not a toxic work culture i don't know what is to be honest yeah and i think the other big thing uh, hospital is that like so many it is a very entry-level career for a lot of people you know a lot of students do it a lot of people who've just finished high school you know you go into hospital because it is an industry where it's like do you have functioning arms and legs okay yeah you know, like there's no big real prerequisite skill you need to work in that industry mm. um and i think that is also why you know like i guess this ties in america at the moment they're having their fucking minimum wage debate again about how apparently it's a fucking people are upset that a guy working at mcdonald's can earn 15 dollars an hour so he doesn't have to like you know die yeah so i guess it ties in there you know it's like people like oh but you don't need any skills to work there i'm like oh fuck so you're still working though right like yeah i i I don't i don't really get that um that mentality at all yeah and it's like also working at mcdonald's is not easy and and you do need skills you just get taught them there exactly Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, news.com.au had also reported that they've seen pay slips that actually say that a staff member worked 71 hours but was only paid for 37. Fuck 
off. I, and I think I think what's happened here is because there was a few um, reports of that kind of thing where it was like insane hours, but they only got paid for like 37 or 38. So what I think they're doing is they're getting people on dodgy salary contracts so that they can get as many hours out of them as they like and don't have to pay them for it. Yeah. Nah, fuck that. Which is, which is fucked, especially for like that amount of hours a week. No, that's not right. No, that's not right. To be working like nearly double of what you're actually getting paid. That's fucked. Mm. <laughs> so the article I found for all of the allegations was actually super long. So I'm not going to put everything in here, especially because I thought that we would talk about like your experience and what your opinion was. Yep. But it had a lot of, lot of different people saying things like hours expected to be worked were really long. They didn't get paid for all of them. And then there was another one where someone complained that the managers and the owners were really disruptive. So they would come in with all their friends, expect service, not pay for anything, and then give alcohol to the other staff working. So then supervisors were left to deal with like drunk staff. Mm. And I'm like, that's fucked. That's your own business that you're like fucking over. Why would you do that? Like, did you think that was funny to like put the supervisors through that i i i don't get it <laughs> and i probably like it, that that list doesn't really cover it all either there was a lot of complaints in there and a lot of like different people that you know gave quotes for what they were going through there mm. uh so far the mary's group has declined to comment on these particular allegations and all they said and this is like <laughs> Such a way of not saying anything. Um, so the quote was, As a business, we treat all staff matters with respect and the privacy that they deserve. We are unaware of such allegations and have no claims placed against us. Our back-of-house systems are an open book to those authorities with legitimate claims to seek them out. So what they're saying is like, oh, staff are, staff are free to complain if they want, but no one has. Sounds like they're complaining. <laughs> it does, but of course they don't want to go on the record for it because they'll get fired. Yeah. Especially, like, especially now. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So it was the whole thing. So basically, like, they said really awful things about their young workers, and then it turns out that they're just exploiting them and taking advantage of them. Fuck Marys. And they're too fearful to actually put their name to it because they want to still have a job. Ugh. That shit. I mean, I don't know. I, Mary's group is a bigger, like, a bigger company now. I don't know how they think that they can get away with that stuff without anyone saying anything. Mm, I wonder how much money the owners make. They'd have to make a lot. Oh, I think they're probably set up. I don't think they'd be doing very much at all. Yeah. They'd have someone else managing all their, their locations now. And look, don't get me wrong. I've been to Mary's. The burgers were good. Not going to lie. But they really are like a standard burger. They're not doing anything too special. Yeah. They were still good burgers. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. They, they are good. But <laughs> they still are just like a standard cheeseburger or a, a standard veggie burger or a standard chicken burger. Like they're not amazing. They're just good. Yeah. Cheap though. They, they are, and, like, their menu is so small. They really have come up with, like, a good sustainable way of making, you know, good business, basically, which is why they've been able to open more than one location in Sydney. Well, there's one here in Melbourne now. I thought there was, but they're not above everything also at the same time. <sighs> I really have a segue from that. <laughs> but it's hard. you've likely heard this story already. I know you already definitely know what it is. Um, are we talking about Joe? I do want to speak about Joe. Uh, Joe is a racing pigeon. He's very cute, I will say. Uh, he's made a lot of headlines this week. If you search Joe Pigeon on Google right now, you're going to get like a billion links. Everyone was very excited about Joe. Yeah, and then they wanted to kill very, him. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, cool. Thanks. You know what? We'll just go to the next story. Fuck it. <laughs> you can cut that out. Um, <laughs> so, big part of discourse this week. People really care about Joe. He's been super popular. And he, yeah, he, he's, he's actually a racing pigeon from the United States. And he turned up in an Australian or Melbourne backyard on Boxing Day, which is December 26th for everywhere else, mm -hmm. after going missing in October in Oregon. That's a long flight. 
Yeah, it's half the planet. With not a lot of landmass in between either, by no. the way. So Joe was found by Kevin, and you can't make this up, Cecil Bird. <laughs> I guess his last name is. I didn't know his that. His last name is Bird. Uh, he named Joe after then president elect. No, no, he's already. I don't know. Is president elect the one who's been elected but not in power yet? I don't know what your fucking yes. dumbass system is. Joe Biden. <laughs> And he arrived in Kevin's yard on Boxing Day, as I mentioned. Now, I did a quick Google Earth measure. Uh, I picked Eugene in Oregon because it was like the middlemost looking town I could quickly see at a glance in Oregon in terms of like on the Mm -hmm. coast, but not quite. But, you know, Eugene, Oregon Mm -hmm. to CBD, Melbourne, 12,950 kilometers. Yeah, that's long, especially for a little bird. Mm, The longest recorded flight by one pigeon uh, is from Arras, I'm probably saying that wrong, in France, all the way to Saigon in Vietnam. And that was back in 1931, which is kind of cool that they were able to record that. Yeah. And that's a distance of 11,600 kilometers. And it took that pigeon 24 days. Okay. What's actually believed to have happened is that Joe got lost in his race, flew out to sea. And landed on a cargo ship that was heading down here. Right, okay. Because I did wonder about that because I'm like, there's not really any landmass between Australia and there the States. There are a ton of islands, but yeah, it'd be very hard to find. And like, pigeons are not like albatrosses, you know? They're not designed to sleep yeah. more flying and cover long distances. Okay, so now this makes sense. Okay, mm. all right. Now, unfortunately for Joe, we have very, very strict quarantine laws here in Australia. And the authorities want to kill him. Because, you know, he, quoting Kevin here. Don't kill Joe. No, look. Quoting Kevin, they say if it's from America, then they're concerned about bird diseases because, you know, they've got different diseases. I get that, but like quarantine him and then release him. I don't think it works that way. It's like the coronavirus. I mean, could he be carrying coronavirus? He could be, but also couldn't they like do tests on him first before they decide to just off the poor thing? He made an incredible journey and now you're just going to kill him. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not on board with this. I get that we're really strict um, about you know, animals and bringing animal products into Australia. But I feel like there's a step before killing yeah, him. Yeah, since that cane toad debacle. Not doing it. Yeah. Still I mean, that I get that. I, yeah. So a lot of you might think, well, this sounds kind of familiar because back in 2015, this happened. Uh, Johnny Depp brought his abusive bitch along with two other oh, dogs. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Boo. Now we're going to kill the dogs. How fucking dare you, Australia? I, I think that's when, like, the laws really became apparent in Australia. Like, that was, like, a big profile case, I suppose. Well, did you hear the um, the reason that that happened? Pistol and Boo. Yeah, why why he bought them here? I don't know why he bought them here. I do know he smuggled them in illegally and that Barnaby Joyce was erect for, like, two solid days at the thought of killing these dogs. <laughs> no, the whole point was that he thought that he was bringing them in legally. Apparently, his team was meant to, like, fill out paperwork and do stuff, mm. and they just didn't, and he didn't know that. Right, so... Okay. So, it wasn't like he was just like, fuck Australia and their laws and bring them my dogs anyway. Okay. That was not what happened. Because I did write, like, for the record here, Johnny Depp was in the wrong, but it sounds like... His intern fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it was an accident. Mm, mm, mm. But also, the government handled it really poorly. I don't know. Barnaby Joyce was yeah. really... He's like, yeah, I'm going to kill Depp's Oh, my dogs. God. Fucking, uh. And now he's like... He gets weird about stuff all the time, though. Oh, God. Did he record another Christmas message this year? Because there's one last year was oh, fucking wild. Oh, my God. It really was. Like, he had to have been on drugs. <laughs> I There was no other reason for that Christmas message. So Look, weird. if you're bored and you just want to see something really weird, look up, like, Barnaby Joyce Christmas message because it's... <laughs> wild like he's a politician and it was crazy and he's just like out in a fucking field somewhere in the outback yeah he's just like on a farm on tiktok almost it's like what the fuck oh is my god this? it's so weird back to joe back to joe so kevin says joe arrived looking rather emaciated he was taking refuge in the had like a, like a backyard fountain oh. so he's like all right here's this poor bird kevin ended up crushing up a little biscuit and he left it out there for joe oh poor joe 
Quote, next day, he rocked back up in our wa- at our water feature, so I wanted out there to have a look at him because he's fairly weak and didn't seem that afraid of me, and I saw he had a blue band on his leg. Obviously, he belongs to someone, so I managed to catch him. Now, he reads the band, and this band on the pigeon's leg leads him back to the American Pigeon Union. Who knew that was a thing? We're going to get further into that in a moment. And they confirmed that Joe was indeed registered to a racing pigeon owner in Alabama. Okay. Now, there have been cases of racing pigeons from Asia making it all the way to Australia, but never from the USA because the distance is too big. They'll mm, die at sea yeah. kind of thing. This info I got from the Australian National Pigeon Association. <laughs> that was the thing. So what I've really learned from in this story is that there's like a secret pigeon society all around the world mm. hiding in plain sight and that pigeons <laughs> are spy drones. Oh, my God. Don't feed into the conspiracy. <laughs> People like their pigeons. I don't know. It's not that weird to me because, like, when I was a kid, I lived on the same street as someone who had, uh, what are they called? Are they called homing pigeons? Mm. Yeah. And they were always flying around our house. So, it's not that weird. People keep pigeons. They like them. I don't know. Do you know they're worth a shit ton of money? That doesn't surprise me. How do they even train them anyway? I don't understand. I think they just remember where they live and then they can use shit to go back. Anyway, how much do you think a bracing anyway. pigeon's worth? I have no idea. <laughs> just guess. Just pick a number. Well, you're saying a lot, so like a thousand? <laughs> In November of last year, one racing pigeon sold for nearly two million Australian dollars. Whoop. Right? That's a lot for a pigeon. Right? I like do fucking racing horses <laughs> even cost that much? Holy shit. Oh, surely they do. I'm going to go outside and catch me. Oh, fuck. We've got pigeons in the backyard now. No. No. We get 10. You leave them pigeons ten alone pigeons. to live their little lives. 10 pigeons, $20 million. No. $20 million worth of pigeons you, in our backyard. You leave them to live their little lives. If anyone listening to this no. would like to bend, buy a $2 million pigeon from me. Oh, my God. My personal Twitter account is linked on our website. DM me. <laughs> all right. I'll sell you. I'll, I'll catch one and we'll sell you the pigeon. $2 million minimum. <laughs> They're not for sale. Do not DM <laughs> him. They're just wild pigeons. It's a fucking scam. <laughs> All right. So all, all throughout this, people are like, where's the government department? What are they saying? So Australia's Department of Agriculture, Water and the Environment on Friday finally delivered a statement in regards to Joe. Quote, following an investigation, the department has concluded that Joe the pigeon is highly likely to be Australian and does not present a biosecurity risk. The pigeon found in Australia sports a counterfeit band and need not be destroyed per biosecurity measures because his actual home is in Australia. Joe is a fraud. <laughs> And someone's out there counterfeiting pigeon ID bands. Who knew that was a thing? Also, didn't mention in my notes, but in the article they're like, yeah, the sorry, the Pigeon Association was like, yeah, uh, counterfeit pigeon bands are a bit of a problem. What the fuck? I want to know more about the light. Like, what, what, where's my, like... The, the seedy underbelly of um, pigeon Netflix, owning. like, mockumentary drama on the on the, on the It wouldn't pigeons. even have to be a mockumentary. No. It could be a real documentary. I want to know. What, what's it like? The glitz and the glamour of high-profile pigeon <laughs> racing. You know what? There probably is, like, a whole what thing. What is the Melbourne the, Cup the, of the, pigeon racing? I don't know. Could there be, like, a... a what was it called? Tiger King? Tiger was that King. It? Pigeon King. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Tiger King. Like, it was so long ago now, I can barely remember. Pigeon King. <laughs> um, yeah, could there be a Pigeon King documentary? Pitch it to pigeon Netflix. Netflix. Pigeon King. <laughs> Man, I, I think I've told you, but, like, the guy... Um, what of our suppliers at work... Fuck, he just reminds me of Joe Exotic. <laughs> like, the dude comes in and, like, we've got free dog biscuits that are made from, like, peanut butter and, like, leftover malt and shit from the brewery. <laughs> and he eats them as well. I mean, they're edible. You can, they're fine. It's just peanut butter and grain. He's such a character. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, the most 
stereotypical hipster. Melbourne hipster kind of. Like he's like an older guy, yeah. like 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 old. I'd say he's probably in like his late thirties, maybe at most. But yeah, and like his whole staff were like that. They came by for like one of our Christmas parties. And I'm like, oh my god, this is just like <laughs> the drink company version of Tiger King. Although you know, I don't think it's like. <laughs> illegal or anything like that although i think sometimes i don't don't think anyone got murdered no 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 maybe i don't know who's his cow or baskin <laughs> although i do know that sometimes they make kombucha um and with kombucha mm. you got to keep it below like 0.5 percent alcohol to meet the guidelines but i think sometimes for himself and why not he just like lets it go and just brew super <laughs> boozy kombucha i'm like why don't we have kombucha ciders kind of thing don't we i I feel like there's probably a market out there for hard kombucha i feel like that's already a thing surely it must be right like go to the bar and you're like oh i don't want a beer i'm positive i've heard of that before you know what yeah i'll get the fucking hard kombucha i'm positive i'm positive i've heard that that he brings it for himself and like sometimes he gives it to other people which i think is fine because he's not selling it so Mm. interesting guy (laughs) very yeah he's a personality Okay, so I don't really have a segue from Pigeon King. Pigeon King. <laughs> um, but this story, I'm like so surprised that it even made the news. Um, because if you're a woman online, especially if you've done online dating before, you've probably experienced this. I mean, I definitely have. And I don't think that this guy has even been charged for anything. It's really just a bunch of women complaining about a douchebag online, which I was like, I guess weirded out that that was a news story because that's every day on the internet. Did we ever cover the story of like that weird incident with like all the lesbians and online dating? No, we didn't. We've spoken about it, but we didn't cover it. We never did on the podcast? I don't think. I can't remember now. No, me either. Shit. Maybe. You have to check your past notes before doing it. I don't keep my past notes. I keep the bookmarks though. Okay, well, same shit. Because that just gave me an idea for a great Um, story. (laughs) So... The article does name this guy, but I'm not going to because it just doesn't feel right, basically. If you want to know who it is, if you want to see him, he's definitely named and photos of him are on the article so you can easily find it if you so desire. Is it Steve Warren? Shade Warren? No, he's not Nelsie. famous. <laughs> so this guy, he's a good looking IT worker from Sydney, uh, but he was outed last September for intimidating at least nine women over Tinder. Which I'm like, nine. If he's done it to nine, he's definitely done it up to more than that. Yeah. This is probably just like his MO. It's probably just what he does all the time. Um, so this guy honestly sounds like your typical, you know, nice guy. Like r slash nice guys. Uh, oh, you're so beautiful. I bet you. Well, it's so nice to see a real female. <laughs> Stupid fucking bitch. You're ugly anyway. <laughs> exactly. So the only difference is this guy is actually like stereotypically attractive. I repeat my previous impersonation. <laughs> He's not my type, but I know that that's you hit it, generally what the world sees as She's, attractive. Her type is not attractive. That is not what I'm saying. Obviously, my type is very attractive to me. I just, I'm not into, look, okay, he, he, hear me out. All of the, in quotes, good looking guys have the same fucking haircut, all think they need abs, and are generally kind of boring. I have no haircut because I'm, I'm bald making, and a gut. I'm making like sweeping generalizations here, but I think you know what I mean. It's just not for me. It's not for me. That's what I'm saying. But I get that like, yeah, he is that guy. He is that guy. You know, you know the haircut I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, too. yeah, Shave sides, but like yes. tall in the front. Yeah. That that haircut. He's He's got that haircut. He, um, he's like sides, obviously spent a lot of money. In the front. <laughs> 
Um, he's obviously spent a lot of money on his teeth. Yeah. He obviously spends a lot of time in the gym. He's that guy. You, I, you can picture the guy. Uh, <laughs> so, women as far away as London have had run-ins with this guy. He's in Australia. He's in Australia. He did live in Canada for a bit. So, I'm thinking that's how he was talking to women in London. Maybe you can expand so much in Tinder these days that you can get that far. I don't know. Or actually, I think what happens is if you pay, you can change your location. That's so weird. I think. I'm going to go and pay money and change my location to Antarctica and see what happens. No, I think people do it for like when they go on holiday so you can start talking to people before you get there. So you've got shit lined up. Gonna, gonna, gonna uh, meet some penguins on Tinder. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but mo- most of the women are from like Sydney, Newcastle, Melbourne and Brisbane. So basically his standard thing that he would do would be to lure women in and if they reject him or aren't doing what he wants basically he gets mad and insults them okay yeah sounds like a standard nice guy these these are pretty bad though like i'm, I'm gonna admit like these are these are not good um i can understand why these women are upset i I, sure. I, I know it's said all the time but i really don't get the whole like i'm gonna try and hit on this person and then they reject me I'm like you're ugly anyway i was just joking it's nagging hmm. they think it's gonna have the opposite effect More whereas on most people like it doesn't pathetic king Oh, I just fucking dunked on all those sad cunts now. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I think the thing, I think the worst thing is, is that negging does work sometimes and that's why they do it. Ladies. It's don't. also, I think, another like protective thing so they can go, well, I didn't fucking want you anyway, so you can't insult me. Yeah, bro. I was you know just I mean? kidding. Oh, she's a bitch. What was the... um? Oh, it was in fucking Parks and Recs. The guy's like, you can just say, if you're a guy, you can just say she was crazy and it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. In the article, look, they do kind of like, it's it's a weird article, I'm going to be honest, because they tell you that he's been treating women awfully. And then this whole middle section is about like, they interview his old friends, people who went to school with him, and they give you all this bullshit about how he was bullied in high school. Like they're trying to excuse the behavior. Fuck, man. That's not an excuse for me. I was bullied in high school. Don't give I a shit. This shit. I just I keep it inside it- and be angry and sad about it sometimes, like a regular <laughs> person, you know? I would think, though, that if you've been bullied in the past, you would know how bad it feels and that you wouldn't want to do that to other people. If you're a, a, a normal, kind, empathet- empathetic person, mm. person clearly is not those things. So since he was outed last year, he's back on Tinder, but he's just under a different name now. Uh, and one of the women who had previously dealt with him recognized him. So she's calling him out saying, look out for this guy. I'm going to send you a link and it's a video. And the video is of like a, a screen grab of Instagram voice messages that he sent mm. women. And I'm going to be real. Like they made me uncomfortable. They're just not good. Um, they're very insulting. I don't think I'm allowed to include the recordings in the podcast. So after you've listened to it, we'll just try and oh, describe. I listen to yeah. Man's abusive voicemails to women who decline to go to his house. Mm. Watch full video. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I like the part where like, I choose not to masturbate. Uh, I don't have a hard time getting yeah. laid, even though I'm begging uh, a woman who I was now going to call a four. Um, he then calls her fat, and she is not. No, um, any of the women that they included in the article are not fat at all. No, just maybe with a pH. Even if they were, doesn't matter anyway. Um, this guy is clearly, uh, I think, pretty insecure. 
from the sounds of it. But yeah, so basically he's just, you know, when they've said no to something, he basically just falls back on this whole, you're fat, you're ugly, I don't want you anyway. If I had anything to do with you, it'd just be a fuck and then you'd be gone anyway, is basically what he was saying. Yeah. I don't think I'm actually paraphrasing too no, much there. Well, I, am, I, I noticed that one of the people he uh, dated was a brewery supervisor in Sydney. And I'm like, which brewery? Because initially <laughs> I thought he was at a brewery. I'm like, well, I won't avoid that beer, but... No, no, it's not him. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, really abusive voicemails just for saying no, pretty much. But he doesn't have a hard time getting laid. No, no. And you can't forget that. Look at his face, right? He doesn't have trouble getting laid, Which but he, do- he literally yeah. said and, that. Uh, I like the part where he's like, oh, you're ugly. I'm not attracted to you at all. You're going to be a one fuck. I'm like, so even when you're saying, yeah, like, like, I still would have done you, but... <laughs> Like, yeah. So what you're just so even even if she were ugly, which she's not, by the way, not at all. But even if she were to him for some reason, which I'm sure that's not even the case. But if she were, so then you're basically saying that you're that desperate that you would have done anyone anyway. Does does that make you look good? I mean, I don't think so. <sighs> he um maybe he should masturbate. It might take the edge off. <laughs> he might be not so angry. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think we tried to describe what was happening in, in those uh, voice messages, but they will obviously also be in the link if you're curious and want to listen to them, although you're not really missing that much, to be honest. It's just him being awful to women for no real good reason. I've got a couple of other examples that weren't included in those I like these um, pictures of him from, like, 2014 where he's still, like, a little stick man. But, like, he's not, like, frail or anything. He's just, like, a normal dude. Just, I guess, before he went no, to the gym. No, he's just, like, a normal mm. dude. So, yeah, I've got another, a couple of examples that weren't in those voice messages. No, this um, guy definitely would... started going to the gym to get laid. That's his oh, yeah, absolutely. One woman said that they had arranged to meet up, but then in between the time that they had arranged to meet up and the date, he had started, you know, some weird behavior. So she felt uncomfortable. And so she said, mm, I don't really want to go on the date anymore, which obviously led to a torrent of abuse from this guy. The same shit. You're fat, you're ugly, all of this other stuff. That just sort of seems to be his default. He doesn't really have any other creative insults. You know, given he was bullied in high school, he probably really should. You know, he just take some of the ones they used on you and turn them around. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this, was, this was a quote from a message that he sent her. Um, and he said, the fat liberal arts chick, teach me. I know you know deep down you are below me. There's a hierarchy in this society. Fucking hell. Um, and she said, I said, sorry, I've changed my mind. It was fun, but we don't really have chemistry. And that's when he just flipped the switch. <sighs> he, started calling, he started calling me a whore and then a slut and then taking pictures of my friend from social media and sending them to me saying that we're all, she used an arsler, which I'm not going to say, disgusting whores with bad dental hygiene and sluts only worth one fuck each. So not only was he attacking the person he was talking to, but then went and found photos of all her friends and started attacking them as well. But for he's no still reason. so desperate that he still says, I would still have sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you say, like, no. <laughs> no, you know what? I think, I think he thinks that's a compliment mm. to them. Or that he's like being, um, he's, it's like charity. One time you know? event, you don't want to miss out, you know, like 50% off. I don't know. Now only two ninety nine. The thing is like, I read this, I read this and I was like, who hasn't had this shit happen Me. to them? If you're a woman. Oh, okay, there. yeah. I, <laughs> you're not a woman online, so it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> but I mean, look, I did feel like the article was a little bit pointless. But then on the other hand, and the reason why I decided to cover it is these people should be called out. You don't just get to be a wanker to all these people no, 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 and no, 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 no. have He's any consequences for it. But he <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't masturbate. He probably thinks touching okay, his own asshole. penis is gay. <laughs> Remember, okay, fellas, then, it is asshole. gay to like touch your own dick because that's a penis. 
Oh my god. Yeah, no, I I do think because there are there are these guys out there online which they can do with some little bit of you know what's the word I'm looking for when you're anonymous Good slapping. Fuck, I can't remember, but you know, like when you don't have to actually face the person that you said this stuff mm. to. There are these guys that just go around and do it because they can, and. Whether it's online or not doesn't really make a difference. I think you definitely should get called out and you should have some consequences yeah. for your really like, shitty behavior. As time goes on, it's not like the internet is a separate thing in our lives anymore. Like no. 15 years ago, it was like, oh, I'm online kind of thing. You know, that was still like, it's different. It's mm. something else. Now the internet is basically real life. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think like people are like, oh, like, I don't know. I'm a bit odd in that I do use my real name online pretty much everywhere. Like, it's not- Yeah, I do think that's weird. Yeah, but it's kind of like, I feel like everyone should for these reasons. You know, I think it would help keep people accountable. But I also want, well, like- I think- I, At the same time, I'm like, I still respect there being the anonymity there. I think there should be places for it, but I feel like, yeah. Yeah, but not when you're abusing yeah. it. Which is why I feel like more places um, should force and I think you, especially that's kind on social of the media issue. stuff. To like, and most social media does let you get away with, like, being a- having yeah i mean i think i've mentioned it on the podcast before but that example where someone literally on facebook threatened to go to dan andrew's house and Mm. kill him and i reported it and facebook came back and said oh it didn't break any of our (laughs) guidelines and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you okay (laughs) so like you can get away with loads of stuff on social media and it's not an issue i do think though if you're like you're targeting a particular person then authorities should have every right to request your ip address and they should be able to find Mm. you because if, if someone was harassing someone like that in real life, you'd, you'd be able to do something about it. I mean, albeit not much, but you'd be able to report it at yeah. least. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how these things change in the next, I think, in the next 10, 15 years. But I mean, like that article has his full name and his photos. And so, you know, anyone who read that and then went on Tinder and seen him would at least know that he's a fucking mm. dickhead. So, yeah, I, I agree with it. Don't be a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for like probably the quickest... Like one of the qu- no, the quickest story I've ever done on this podcast is in a pilot episode, and sometimes I'm tempted to bring it back. It's like a one line article. It, I'm still so curious about it to this day. We're not here to talk about that, though. We're here to talk about this other incident. <laughs> okay. So just after midday on Thursday last week, which was the 14th, mm-hmm. New South Wales police attend. So keep that in mind. Just after midday. Okay. Police attend a car crash where a 50 year old man has crashed into a drain. He's fine, but he was drunk. No one else, we didn't hit anything okay. else. It's all okay. Uh, he records a blood alcohol limit level, sorry, of 0.129. That's high. Yeah, what's the legal limit in Australia? 0.05? Yeah, yeah, five. So, you know, almost three times over the limit. Furthermore, his driver's license had expired in 1998. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> 22 years out of date. Holy fuck. Had he been driving around that entire time? I assume he must have been. So, he's given a future court attendance notice, and the police let him go. A short time later, police follow up reports of complaints of an erratic driver near Kudamundra. There they find the same man in his car on a rural driveway, except this time his blood alcohol is 2.1. Oh my god. And it's only 2.30. Don't- do not tell me it's the same guy. I just guy. said they found the same man in his car on the rural driveway. Oh, sorry, I thought you said you f- they found a man, sorry. No, it's the same dude. <laughs> Oh my god! He's drunker. They've caught him a second time within like three hours. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, I mean, I guess he was so drunk that he just didn't care. <laughs> by twenty-two years. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just like he was just so drunk. He's like, I don't give a fuck what the police say. I'm gonna do what I want. 
I mean, clearly he hasn't probably stopped driving for 20 years, so... Well, I mean, I would assume that he's if he's out drink driving, he's probably just been driving that entire time. Right? Yeah. And just not gotten pulled over well, That's pretty lucky. Point. I mean, I'm trying to think. I think, yeah, I've been pulled over. I, I mean, I, I ride and ride a bike and they generally don't get pulled over as much, mm. so I think I've been pulled over like once. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> that's it. That's crazy, though. <laughs> Fucking mad. Like- Lucky he didn't hurt anyone. Well, it sounds like he always did, but like he got drunker. Just continued drinking and got back behind like the wheel. Nearly, like, so in the first instance, he's nearly three times over the legal limit. And the second instance, he's nearly doubled that again. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was he drinking? I mean, it was only a couple of hours Something later. <laughs> Probably fucking Bundy rum or some dumb <sighs> shit. Ugh. Toilet moonshine. Worst. Bundy rum is so shit. It is so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. But their ginger beer is so good. We just, um, but their rum is so shit. I was going to say, you probably just like um, insulted every Queenslander, oh, but it's they so bad. It. Look, I'll let them have 4X. Okay? <laughs> 4X is all right. If like, like, it's not a great beer, but it's what it, it's it's basically water. So on like a really stinging hot day, it goes down really well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Moving on, I guess. <laughs> I'm bringing back an oldie. So who shat their shelves this time? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing back something that I really enjoy that I'm not sure anyone else does. Oh, <laughs> is it the black cats again? It I is. thought we'd move past this one. I did a story on black cats. Look, I thought we had two, but then I seen this article, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. All right. <laughs> What oversized feral so, cat's been seen now? Speaking of Queensland, a woman from Queensland. Um, she was from Jensen, which is apparently 20 minutes west of Townsville. So that's up the That's top. quite far north, yep. Yeah. Um, is now scared for her family's safety after she was stalked by what she claims was a black panther. That's the pink panther. There's no other songs about panthers. do 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 Pretty sure we're going to get a DC made now, but cool. Uh, <laughs> so she was out for a walk with her dog when she heard an animal panting sounds behind her and the cat actually ended up attacking her dog. Guess, do, do cats pant? No, they don't. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I mean, they do, but only when they're under like stress. Yeah. Okay. So the dog ended up with a leg wound and, and she thinks that if the dog is capable of, sorry, if the cat is capable of attacking her dog then it's capable of attacking her children as well yeah that's a fair statement um so this is actually the third time that she's seen a panther in her area okay so the first time she was was a decade ago it was 10 years ago and she saw one with a baby panther in its mouth huh so that's interesting um so this is really short i have no other details apart from this apart from the fact that she was walking a dog and it got attacked by a panther so i've got a quote from her and this is the end of it it was bigger than a dog up above my knee it was a panther dead set do panthers pant? Panthers, cotton on. Hmm. I've written do panthers pants. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this. Panther facts. Softschools.com. Panthers are a type of wild cat that inhabit America, Asia, and Africa. Well, there you go. It doesn't say Australia, so fake. <laughs> I don't think panther facts at schools. Softschools.com. What, soft, what is that? What is soft schools? It's a school that's soft. I don't know what to tell you. Do big cats pant? The regulation can be challenging for these big cats. They do not sweat as we do. So they pant to get rid of excess heat. And I guess in the north of the Queensland. All right, fine. Oh, okay. 
Okay, I, I actually didn't know that, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't, if we take Poppy outside, maybe on a 40 degree day, she might start. She's about the size well, of We're not going to do two. that. No. We're not going to do that. Um, but I'm going to say if it was above her knee, that is not a feral cat. That's fucking big. It's still pretty small for a panther, though. It's definitely not a feral cat. I don't know. Feral cats don't get that fucking big. I'm, I've never seen a cat that big. Like yeah, a normal the, the cat. The feral ones that big don't live in the city. I didn't spend my entire life in the city. So yeah, you did. did. Everyone has, except for me. I grew up in the jungle. <laughs> well, it was a rainforest, actually. But <laughs> I'm just saying, I've never seen a feral cat that's above someone's knee. Unless it was something else entirely and it wasn't a cat at all. Maybe it was on stilts. <laughs> but then again, the other the other part of that is that I don't know anything that would be that size that would attack a dog in Australia. Hang on a minute. Not the bunyip. The yowie. Yowie? Can't we haven't they talked take, about yowies. Can't the yowie take the shape of anything it wants? Can it? One of them can. Either the bunyip or the yowie is able to change shapes from what I remember. Maybe on the next episode, we should talk about bunyips and yowies. People are terrified of the big cats and the bunyip or the yowie knows this and it takes on that form to fuck with people but yeah i don't know maybe we should do bunyips and yowies we haven't spoken about them before could be fun and there's like a lot of hang on wait isn't the yowie just like our bigfoot and the bunyip is the one that can take the shape of whatever it wants can't remember now but some i mean yowies are kind of like kinder surprises um (laughs) they're a good chocolate gonna say yeah and they have little toys in them as well but the little the yowie toys are usually like australian animals which are fun man everyone everyone overseas must just be like what the fuck is happening right now <laughs> the yowies got discontinued for a while and people were really mad back. about it they were good they're back they're back i still they think kinder good. chocolate is better that's not the point but the they're yowie i think the yowie toys were cooler anyway <laughs> no, yeah no anyone from australia has no fucking idea what we're talking about now and the americans <laughs> um, are definitely like what the fuck yeah. two kinds no, of illegal I- child killing devices in the country <laughs> Why can't they just oh, yeah, have AR-15s like we do? Yeah, I mean, Yahoo. <laughs> what the fuck do cowboys say? Yeehaw! Yeehaw! I, so, I still can't get over the fact that fucking Kinder Surprises abandoned America. <laughs> what the fuck? Is it because the <laughs> anyway. chocolate is so good and Hershey's like had a little shit fit because their chocolate tastes like poo? Maybe. <laughs> All right. Next week. Americans Look forward deserve to better. Bunyips and Yowies. Americans deserve more Kinder Surprises and less guns. True. True facts. Do it. They should. Not, I've got a great idea. America, if you're listening. Joe Biden, if you're out there, listen to my podcast. Yeah, of course. Joe Biden's <laughs> listening to this. Because I know there is an illegal like smuggling thing that people do where they bring Kinder Surprises into America. So in Australia, they got rid of their guns by having a buyback program. In America, you can trade in your gun for its weight in Kinder Surprises. <laughs> Do I it. would trade in in an instant. <laughs> I'll buy a gun just to get the Kinsner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why didn't John Howard think of that? That's Because I would have done it in Australia. Like, as much shit as I give it, I do kind of like, I'm like, oh, if I ever do get to go to America, you know, if it's still there after everything that's going on, I do kind of want to go to a range and just be like, I'm going to shoot this giant absurd weapon at a pile of dirt and that'll be it. I, I shot a gun when I was in America. Didn't enjoy it, but you know. <laughs> I only shot one. I went, yeah, I only fired two guns in my life, and that was like on the side of the road in Thailand. There was just a place my rickshaw driver was like, oh, you can go shooting here. I'm like, okay. I'm the only one in my family who's never fired a gun before. Let's go, Dad. Fired an M1911 <laughs> and a Glock 18. They were like, do you want to fire a shotgun? And I thought to myself, probably, but I've never fired a gun before, so let's stick with something small. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like the range I went to in Vegas, um, I... 
what was it? Is it a Glock 14 or 15? There's it's like what cops carry Glocks. here. Yeah, the Glock 22 um, here now, I think, but yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, it At the time, it was like, what cops yeah. carried. Anyway, and they just kept making fun of me, saying it's a girl's gun. Shoot something bigger, trying to get me to shoot like a AK-15 or something. And I'm like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> AK-15 is also wrong. Whatever. <laughs> it was like, you know, big machine guns and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not fucking touching this thing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. So are we up to my last story? This also involves guns. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Perfect segue. So, <laughs> okay. A 23-year-old ranger. Now, a ranger is kind of like, they're not a police. They aren't. How would we describe a ranger? Well, are we talking like a, a, a parks and rec ranger? You know, like a council ranger, I think. Oh, like a council ranger. Maybe. It's- they can give out fines. That's probably the limits of their- That's right, because she clearly works at the Cranbourne, at a lost dog's home. Okay. So, well- a wildlife ranger, maybe? <laughs> Yeah, wildlife ranger. Something like that. Um, they just said a ranger, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, Ranger Stacy? What the fuck is that? Oh, my God. Okay. You didn't watch Totally Wild as a kid? I remember the show, but I don't remember. Ranger Stacy was, like, the main female ranger. Okay. Well, I remember th- her, I guess. She was, like, the host. Fuck, I can't remember. Anyway. A ranger. <laughs> young ranger. She's 23 years old. She's approached by a man in, quote, tactical style camouflage clothing, who she actually mistook I'd for- I'd be right an, already. Oh, yeah. And she mistook him for an officer. I assume an officer of the law? I don't know. Just as an officer- Why the would they be in tactical weird. gear? She thought maybe something was going on. Look, she's young, all right? Okay, all right. And she's sitting in her car outside the Cranbourne West Lost Dog Home, which is, I assume, where she works as a ranger. This was a late- Maybe it's like a council pound? Yeah, maybe. This was late Monday night last week, so that would be the, what, 10th? No. 11th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This man pulls a gun on her, which is very unusual. <laughs> uh, it's Australia. That doesn't happen. It's a bit odd. And he walks her into the shelter. Once inside, he zip ties her, hands together. What does he want? And then he demands to know where the cats are. <gasps> is this going to be a sad story? Where are the cats? Is all he says to her. Or all he's quoted as saying to her. They don't even, re- they didn't even report what she said to him. All I know is this man... Holds this woman at gunpoint, drags her, well, hustles her inside, ties her hands together. I don't think they even tied him to anything. Demands to know where the cats are. And then he just leaves. He doesn't take he anything. He doesn't go to the cats? He doesn't. I don't even know if they had cats. I mean, I would say it's a dog shelter, but that's where you got Pixie. So they can have cats. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He doesn't take anything. No animals are harmed. He just leaves. And she's, and just, she's just there still zip tied? Yeah. Like. What the fuck? Thankfully, she would manage to get herself out and raise the alarm and stuff and be like, um, what the fuck? Other than that, you know, obviously she's shaken by the ordeal because fair enough. Some dude just held you at gunpoint and demanded to know where the cats yeah, are. Yeah, I was going to say, that's <laughs> highly unusual um, to be held at gunpoint. Where are the cats? I don't know, man. So where are the cats? This reminds me of, um, this is going to be really obscure, but, um... Was it an Australian animator I really like called uh, Sexual Lobster? It goes by Greasy Tales. Oh, he's here we YouTube. go. And he's, he had a series that's finally ended called uh, Pleasure Island. And on that island, there's a pit full of walruses. It's one of the attractions, the walrus pit. And then like the first Pleasure Island or the second Pleasure Island, I don't remember now. Goose Man turns up and he just runs around the island demanding to know where the walrus pit is. I'm imagining it was kind of like this, except at gunpoint. <laughs> where are the cats? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at time of writing, it's still believed the man's on the run, although the police were investigating a 44-year-old in regards to the incident. But it's worth noting that the suspect was reported as being in his 50s, tall and Caucasian. So if you know the guy if you who know, you know, know where the cats are- you know a tall 50-year-old Caucasian, report him to the police. With a gun. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I guess he probably needs a gun. <laughs> That's so bizarre. I wonder what was going through his mind. What was he going to do with the cats? Like, does he want a cat? Was he going to harm the cats? Uh, yeah, I'm not on board if he was going to hurt them. Like, what the it, fuck was I'm not on board if he was just going to go set them free either. Mm. But it kind of seems to me that he, if he intended to do something, wouldn't he have done it? Because he already had this poor girl tied up and at gunpoint. Maybe like, he just he came would have too had the freedom to do it. and thought to himself, what the fuck am I doing? And left. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he realized, like, where are the cats? <laughs> maybe he said, maybe he meant to say, where's the money? Or where's the safe? And then cats came and out like and then he just got too embarrassed and left. And and he, yeah, and he's like, where's the cats? <laughs> and this left. Fuck. He's like, oh. I, I don't, I, how much money would they really have though? Also, if you're going to hold somewhere up for money, that ain't the place. Right. That's it. That's a, I, I just want to know what happened. Yeah. Anyway. This is leaving me with more questions than answers. We've kept this going quite a long time. I was going to say, I, I apologize for this episode. We have gone on so many fucking tangents. Mm. <laughs> Some, sometimes they're like this. I, I don't know. It's probably our own fault for recording so late. Yeah. We're unfocused. Yeah. I've been drinking the whole time. <laughs> probably didn't help. <laughs> Two beers, you know. You know I'm fucked. Hangover tomorrow. Getting tanked. Ooh. No, it's just, just two Santa beers. It's fine. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. You can send us an email at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at fmedeadpodcast with nothing else after it. You can now visit our new and improved website. Oh, it's the same website, but it's improved. Yes. It's way cooler. It's much nicer. She a really good job on it, which is fuckingdeadpodcast.com. If you're so inclined, please subscribe. Leave us a review. It really help us out. Be forever grateful. And if for whatever reason, you know, you've enjoyed our show, you do want to throw a couple of bucks our way, you can now find us on coffee at co-fi. Just Google coffee. It'll come up. Coffee.com. Ko-fi. However you want to spell it. Slash fmedeadpodcast. There'll be links in our fucking description or whatever to it. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't want to. Um, yeah. If you do, we'll be grateful. It's only going to go towards the posting fee for the website anyway, so it's nothing major. Yeah, it's mostly just the hosting and the website. That's that's really it. Yeah, <laughs> those are the expenses we really have left. I think we've paid off all the equipment now anyway, so. Well, I mean, another thing that we have planned that I would like to be able to do um, this year well, is domination. we want to get like our... Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we just want to get our logo redone and stuff because, I mean, half of the stuff that we still have is just the really quick things that we smack together to get the podcast started because we weren't even sure if we were going to keep doing it. Yeah. So I would like to improve all of those things. So I started with the website because I could do that pretty easily. So yeah, now we just want to move through and get some other things. Yeah, e- Even the name was just kind of like, <sighs> couldn't fucking think of anything. Yeah, like it took us a long time to get everything together. And then when it finally came to like visuals, like the logo and like all that stuff, it was really just like so quick to get that part together just to get us going. And then we've just not done anything since then. And now that we're, you know, we're obviously committed. It's been over a year. There's some stuff that I'd like to, you know, improve. Yeah, I think that's about it, though. Yeah. So obviously no pressure. We're happy for you to just keep listening if that's what you want to do. But the option's there if you would like it. Anything else to say? Um... I think that's it. I'm not used to our outros being so short still. <laughs> yeah, it makes it easy when we edit though. It does. It does. So I guess I'll wrap up because this has already been incredibly long. Um, so yeah, th- thank you for listening again this week and we'll be back at the same time next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.